In my office, I have this wall hanging, which says, go confidently in the direction of your dreams. And I like that because every so often we lose confidence, don't we? And in our dream, is it going to happen? Is it what we're wanting to aspire to? Is it going to happen? So it just really encourages me every so often. With this being Vision Sunday, I want to, I want to speak to you about dream and team. If you put the two together, you get dream team. God is a dream, and God has a purpose for each and every one of our lives. Come with me to Acts chapter 2 and verse 17, because this is a word for every person here this morning. And it says this, It shall come to pass in the last days, says God, these are the last days we live in, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. All flesh, if you're flesh, this is talking about you. Hello? God's going to pour out his spirit on you. Not the person next to you, behind you. No, this is about you. And this is what he's going to do. He said, um, he says, your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men shall see vision. That's me, visions. And your old men, Sam and others, shall dream dreams. All right? But we're in a day, friends, seriously, where God is releasing dreams and vision into the hearts of his people like probably maybe never before in the history of the world because we are in that time where God wants to do more than he's ever done in the history of the world. He wants a whole world, global uh, breakout of, of the Spirit of God. And so, you know, God has got that for you. And it may not be the Martin Luther type of dream. You know, people say, I have a dream and his dream shaped the history of, the, of America. Now, ours probably isn't going to be kind of of that magnitude. It may not even seem very huge, but I want you to know it is important, it is real, and it is powerful. Do you know how we change the world? One person at a time. You might say, but I'm only reaching one person. Yeah, well, that's it. That's how we, together, we're going to change. How do you win people to Christ? One person at a time. If we just have a vision for that, that is enormous. And your vision, your dream is what defines you, what makes you who you are and not an echo of someone. Don't be an echo of someone else's voice. Don't be a copy of someone else. Be who God created you to do, be in. But that's what it takes. You've got to understand what your dream is. But there are over 250 references to dream, uh, dreams in the Bible. And what I discovered is this. really amazed me. In the Old Testament, the word for dream is Harlem. Do you know what it means? It means to make whole or healthy. In other words, when you discover and pursue God's dream for your life, it has the power to set you free, to make you whole, to make you complete and fulfilled. I want to suggest that one reason a lot of people are, feel empty they're unfulfilled, they lack purpose, they don't feel whole, is because they've never actually connected with God's dream for their lives. They've never actually discovered the purpose God put them on the planet and why they have breath today. But as you begin to find God's dream for your life, I'm telling you, more on it tonight, everything will change in your life. So we could call Vision Sunday, we could call it Dream Sunday. How many dreamers do we have here? I bet you all dream something, but it's probably nonsense, actually. Too much toast and cheese or something like that. But uh, Dream Sunday does not mean you can fall asleep, all right, and have a dream right now. Stay with me, all right? Because I believe God is about to awaken the dream in you. 
And if it's already awake, he's going to awaken it even more. He's going to expand it. He's going to add to it. He's going to enlarge it. Do you know I find God's expanding my vision and dream all the time? It just gets, it's not just limited, friends. It gets larger and larger and larger. I'm telling you, it is just so incredibly exciting. So God, there is a God birth dream seed in you. And when you discover it, walk into it, your impact will just go to another dimension. One person said, dream so big that you struggle or you have trouble telling people about it. Well, I'm not sure about that because you dream so big you could get yourself into trouble unless it's from God. But I will tell you this much, God has given Church Unlimited, you and me, a dream so big that I actually have trouble telling people about it. But it is a dream that's come from heaven. It's not an ego trip. It's not, uh, you know, just positive thinking. It's something that God has placed in my heart, in our hearts, by His Holy Spirit. So together, we've been given some amazing dreams. And we have a dream, friends, of seeing a great awakening take place in New Zealand. We have a dream of reaching New Zealand and the nations with the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's been a prophetic word that said New Zealand and beyond will change the shape of Christianity in New Zealand. How about that? What kind of a dream is that? You know what it's going to do? It's going to mobilize Christians and churches into the great commission of reaching lost people for Jesus. That is a great dream to have, that God has birthed in our hearts. That's why New Zealand and beyond is so very, very important. <clears throat> we have a dream of great unity in the body of Christ. You know, we believe in every denomination, every culture, every church, big or small, it doesn't matter. We want to see them united because I believe it's going to take the whole body together, united to reach this nation and the nations of the world for Jesus Christ. God's not going to give this to one, one church or a number of churches, one denomination. It's going to take us all working together. So we have a dream of, having, of seeing a, um, combined church prayer meetings all across this nation. And we've already been doing it. Combined church, combined denominational prayer meetings. We do it at New Zealand Beyond. We've done it for the last three years or so. Denominations coming together. Churches coming together. We lead them in prayer. Then we did it at uh, As One, remember, in West Auckland a few years ago. Three and a half thousand people turned up at the first one on a Sunday night. So many churches, so many denominations. Then I did it at New Wine just recently. Walkworth and, uh, and, and Cavity, probably 20 to 30 different denominations, over 100 different churches. We, I led them in prayer, combined churches, prayer meeting together. And it's just, an, do you know what? When God is about to pour out His Spirit, He sets His people praying. He starts calling people together to pray. Well, last week, I was down and um, a door opened up for me to go down to um, Invercargill. It was never been on my radar, really, but it just got opened a door to me. And then I was praying in the 24-7 room, and God spoke to me about Invercargill, clear as a bell. I don't think he's ever given me these words for another place before. And what he said to me was this, Invercargill will turn to Jesus. And I thought, wow. And I just knew it was real. So I headed down to Invercargill. And uh, when I got down there, they expected 20 people, pastors, to turn up to the meeting. When I arrived, there's 60. When God wants to say something, he brings people to hear it. So I said, look, I'm not a prophet, nor the son of a prophet, but I can hear God's voice. And this is what God has told me about Invercargill. This took a bit of courage, didn't it? Invercargill will turn to Jesus. 
the response was terrific. Some of them said, we've already been told that. We know that. And one guy said, I knew that from when I was a child, that Invercargill was going to turn to Jesus. So they were excited. So I went a step further because God put something on my heart flying down. I said, why don't you guys consider having a combined church's prayer meeting for Invercargill? Because, hey, if they're going to see a revival, they've got to start praying. All right? So the incredible thing is they responded to that, and they thought that was a great idea. But then they said, oh, would Church Unlimited and yourself uh, you know, come and run this church combined churches prayer meeting for us, and, and we'll participate and help you for it? I said, yes, we will. I said, we will come down. We, we'll head down to, to um, Invercargill at some stage. I don't know when it will be, but we will do it. How many of you have heard me over the years speak about our dream that God wants us to impact from the Cape to the Bluff? How many of you can remember that? Okay, so there you go, friends. What? From Kaitaia to Invercargill. God is beginning to make it happen. Why? Because the dream is from heaven. The dream is from God. When something's from God, it just starts to take place and it starts to come to, Jesus, come to pass, which is just fantastic. And, um, you know, so we're going to see something happen over there. Also, don't forget the Open Heaven meetings downtown recently. Thousands of people turned up. It was just amazing as God is starting to bring people to pray. We have a dream to fill the trust arena. We have a dream for more campuses in many nations. We have a dream of churches growing strongly on new believers. We have a dream of 10 times growth in 10 years, momentum that never ends, a dream of supernatural vocation of every one of you here today ministering and working and moving in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, prophecy, healing, faith, every day in your workplace. That's supernatural vocation. We have a dream to see that happen. We have a dream of you all being global ministers, helping to have us to have an impact in this nation and the nations of the world. But maybe the greatest dream that I carry in my heart, that we carry as Church Unlimited, is we've got to get this gospel from our neighbors and our friends to the ends of the earth. As far as we can go, friends. And we are the ends of the earth. So, hey, that's what God has called us. It is a great dream. And it's a great dream God has given us. For some of you, as you join with the Church Unlimited dream, God will give you your dream within the dream. Well, actually, you are Church Unlimited anyway, so it is your dream anyway. But you, know, but you all have a vital role to play, I believe, in reaching New Zealand and the nations. But here's my point. It's one thing to have a great dream, and we have. A fantastic dream. It's way beyond me. It's, I'm even surprised at it, but God's, it's a God thing. But a great dream, if we're going to see it fulfilled, is going to take a great team. We need, and we, God is going to develop in this place across our campus, a dream team. A dream team of thousands and thousands of people, one common vision and one common purpose. So yesterday I spoke at the funeral of the all-black Sioni Lawaki was an amazing person. We heard a lot about him. The service here was absolutely packed out. It's where Sione and his wife, Stephanie, attended church. So they wanted the service to be held in their home church. I understand that TV1 was there. Pretty sure TV3 was there. Maori TV was there. They live-streamed on TV1 on demand. And some photos are going to come up for you to look at. Sir Graham Henry was there, the all-black coach. A good number of all blacks were there, and I was given the opportunity and asked to speak for 20 minutes, in which I presented the gospel of Jesus Christ as clearly as I could and told them the way of salvation. (laughs) 
You're talking New Zealand and beyond? That's how, that's a part of New Zealand and beyond. Why does God do this for us? Because it's a dream that's born of God. When something's born of God, God opens the doors for it. You know what was the amazing thing to me? Is God brought them to us. God brought the All Blacks and many others sitting in our services. God brought Sir Graham Henry sitting right here, listening to this preacher talk about salvation, John 3, 16, the way of salvation. I told him, Sioni is in heaven. And I said, his greatest desire now is that every one of you will meet, meet Sioni and get together in heaven one day. For that to happen, you've got to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So God is giving us national influence, friends. Remember that opportunity I had to pray for the prime minister a couple of years ago, then sat next to the mayor of Auckland? This is just the hand of God, the hand of God to impact this nation and right from the top down, uh, all levels uh, to reach our nation for Jesus Christ. But you know one of the amazing things about <clears throat> this dream and on, Sunday, on Saturday morning for this funeral is it took a team, it took a team of us. It just wasn't me. I had the easy part. You know, but as soon as I walked in, you know, I could see there was our, our security people waiting for me. They, I thought, who on earth even told them I was going to speak here? But they knew all about it. You know, I walked in there, and there, there Sam is there, and, and Salah is there, and, and then we're doing the sound there. Sharon was there. There, was, there were ushers were here. There were a setup team here, our media department, our camera guys. Were, I mean, there were, I don't know how many of us there were. There was a whole stack of us. <clears throat> and I just had to walk in and just do my bit. But it took a team. A whole team. The music group did a couple of items which were fantastic, but it took a whole team of us. See, I couldn't have done that on my own. In fact, the, the, the funeral service wouldn't have been he even here if you guys hadn't given money over the years so we could actually build this jolly thing because it was full. If it wasn't this big, they couldn't have had it. They would have had to go somewhere else. So you were a part of what happened on Saturday morning. It's a part of your ministry being fulfilled through Church Unlimited. You guys are just so awesome. You see, every role is important. Every role is needed. You know, one of the prophetic words over Church Unlimited has been, has been it'll be a team ministry. I always thought, well, maybe that's, you know, six or seven leaders or pastors, and we'll be a core team, a dream team, and we'll make it happen. God says, that, no, no, you got it all wrong. He said, my dream team is way bigger than that. It includes every person in Church Unlimited. Because everyone, every person is invited and welcome to be a part of a dream team that's going to impact this nation and impact the nations of the world. That includes every attender in every campus from Kaitaia to Tuvalu. We're all a part of it. And guess what? Everyone's important. Every campus has a vital role to play, and every person in every campus has an important role to play. God is building a, dream, a great dream team that's going to fulfill this wonderful dream God has given us. Here's an African proverb for you. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. How many of you want to go far? Yeah, look, can I just tell you something? The day of being isolated is over. It's over. It's finished, friends. God's pulling his church together. The whole body, everyone doing their part. You know, from the, from the toe to the brain, if you like. Every part, you say, and God is just forcing us more and more to come together. If we go it alone, it's just not a healthy place for us to be in. And God is wanting us all to work together as a team. On my office wall, I have another photo up there. It's one of Mount Everest. You might think, well, why would you have there? Well, it's a great photo for a start. I love Mount Everest. But more than that, 
it's a, it's a, I feel with the great dream that we've got, is it's like climbing a spiritual Mount Everest. When I look at Mount Everest, I think, yeah, this, there's no chairlift up. Yeah, there's no escalator to the top. No, no, this is going to take effort. It's, it's daunting. It's challenging. So that reminds me that what I'm after is it's not going to fall out of the sky, but it also inspires me. But there's another thing that we learn out of Mount Everest, a great truth, and that is it requires a team. It required a great team to get to the top of Mount Everest. Experts say there's, at least this was a number of years ago, 120 failed climbers' bodies are still on Mount Everest. Apparently a certain percentage always die. So when someone says, I'm off to climb Mount Everest, there's a chance they're going to die. It's how dangerous it is. And one man by the name of um, Morris Wilson, he hired only three porters. The three porters pulled out on him, and so he decided to take on the mountain alone. That decision killed him. Friends, don't try and do this journey alone. Don't try and do life alone. Get in a small group. Get people around you because there are going to be times where you just need those people to be there. It's dangerous now to go it alone. They needed a team to conquer Mount Everest. They needed 10 high-altitude climbers. They needed two and a half tons of equipment that had to be carried on the backs of men and women 180 miles. They had to hire two to 300 people just to get the supplies near the foot of the mountain. Then more people to take it further up the mountain, more to take it even further up the mountain. They say over 250 people. It required enormous teamwork to conquer Mount Everest. Hundreds of people committed to one single goal. And Tenzing, one of the ones who got to the top, he said this, it was only because of the work and sacrifice of hundreds of people committed to one goal that we were able to conquer Everest. But you know, not only did it take a team, you know what's amazing? You never hear. How many of you could tell me one of the porters? No. You don't hear about any of them which is a big mistake because they actually took each and every one of them. Otherwise, Hillary and Tensing would never have got to the top if those porters had pulled out on them and, and been unwilling to go forward as they were with uh, Morris Wilson, who actually ended up dying. He never got to the top. So we need everyone in every campus to help us fulfill the dream that God has got for us. So I want you to turn your eyes to the screen and let's share it in another way how we need a team. Give us some volume. Okay, don't clap. I need to hear you now. With our great dream, with our great dream, can we do it? Yes, we can. Can we reach New Zealand and beyond? Yes, we can. Can we fill the trust arena? Yes, we can. Can we see revival from Cape to the Bluff and the ends of the earth? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. 
We can change that to, yes, we will. Yes, we will. We will get the job done. You may be saying, well, what about my dream? Why should I focus on the dream of Church Unlimited? (laughs) I'll tell you why, because you are Church Unlimited. You are Church Unlimited. This dream is a dream given to all of us. We're in this together. But when you fulfill the dreams of others, that's when your own dream gets fulfilled as well. You think of Joseph. Massive dream, hasn't he? Okay. So what happens? God puts him in a pit, puts him in a prison, and guess what? His dream ain't happening. Maybe there's people sitting here today and your dream is not happening. So the butler and the baker, they then have a dream, and they needed it interpreted. They couldn't work out what it was. If I was Joseph, I could well have said, (laughs) my dream's come to custard. Go figure it out yourself, buddy. I'm, I'm not helping you with your dream because mine is a mess. He didn't do that. He worked on the dream of others, butler, baker, and pharaoh. And in the process, he fulfilled his own dream. Can I go as far as to say, until we're fulfilling the dreams of others, we'll probably never see our own dream fulfilled in quite the way we want to see it fulfilled. So tell the person next to you, thanks for being on the dream team. You're much louder when I talk about thanks for the money or something like that, but thanks for being on dream. A bit, bit quieter on that, but that's all right. Thanks for being on the dream team. You know, a dream team has all the roles covered, not just the profile roles. This is not just a speaker, not just a song. All the roles are covered. Here's a quote for you. It takes a big person to do something small. Is that true? It takes a big person. So how big are you? How big are you? Because right now, we need some really big people for New Zealand and beyond. Really big people. I mean, I'm talking about the cream of the crop here. So big, so big, they can do something insignificant and small that hardly anyone's going to see. We need a whole stack of people to help us with New Zealand and beyond in our car park. We need some for our children's church that we're going to run, kids' church at New Zealand and beyond. And we need some people to help with the new Christians that we're believing people to be saved. We need approximately 20 people in each of those areas. If you are a big person and you can humble yourself to do something small, then I want you to let them know at the information desk, if you need sponsorship, financial help, we can help you with that as well. But we need 60 people at least so that we can make New Zealand and beyond a great success. But more than that, or in addition to that, it's an opportunity for you not only to be big, but to be great in the kingdom of God. Great. Let's go to Matthew 23. This may surprise you. Matthew 23 and verse 11 and 12 says, well, let's just go to verse 11. He who is greatest among you shall be your, anyone know the next word? Everyone say servant. Everyone say greatest servant. Greatest servant. So if you want to be great in the kingdom of God, then you need to be a servant. Then Mark 9, 34 to 35, adds to it. They disputed among themselves who would be the greatest because everyone wants to be the greatest. Jesus sits them down. He says to the 12, if any of you desires to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. In the kingdom of God, the greatest are the servants, the last shall be first. So years ago, there's this church and it's got a pipe organ, all right? And the way it worked was there's a little boy behind the... the, um, 
curtain, and he has to pump away so that the organ will work. After one service, which went particularly well, the uh, organist said to the boy, she said, didn't I play well? He said, no, 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 we played well. She said, no, no, I played well. Being a smart young fella, he said, there's always next Sunday. <laughs> so next Sunday comes along, it's time for the music to go. The, the organist hits the keys, but there's no sound. She hears this voice behind the curtain saying, is it I or is it we? Is it I or is it we? She says, it's we, it's we, it's we. So he pumps away and away goes the organ. Now, sound desk, musicians, don't try that on me. All right? It's just an illustration for a past era. It's we here. You know it's all about we in this place. But it's so important. You know, our society loves to, to admire great achievers, but really one person on the island has never done anything of real value. Halls of fame wrongly acclaim individuals, wrongly idolize them. At Church Unlimited, we won't do that. When Church Unlimited wins, we will all win. When you win, I win. When I win, you win. When Church Unlimited Kaitai wins, we win. We all win, friends. This is our vision, our dream, our goal. When we succeed, we all succeed together. Hey, Sione's funeral, as sad as it was for Stephanie sitting here, for the church in the sense of getting the gospel out, it was a great victory. Guess what? It just wasn't me that won. Don't you all feel you won? Don't you? Yeah, we all won because you're all in some way a part of it. When one wins, we all win. Here's a quote for you. Teamwork at the, at the heart is at the heart of every great achievement. You've heard, haven't you, from famous president? Build a wall. Anyone remember that? Build a wall. 10,000 people chanting, build a wall. I've changed it for Church Unlimited. We're not going to build a wall. We're breaking down walls. We're going to build a team. Build a team. Come on, say it with me. Build a team. One more time. Build a team. That includes everybody that's in church. So tell the person next to you, you're a part of that team. Oh, it's great, great, great. Okay, it's a team, T-E-A-M. Together, each accomplishes more. So when you're a team, we all accomplish more. You'll accomplish far more than you ever would on your own. See, I can't, the vision I've got, <laughs> let's get real, I, I just can't do it, full stop. I could barely start to do it, but with the team around me, thousands of people around us, we can get the job done and accomplish so much more. Here's, here's another quote for you. An individual can make a difference, but a team can work a miracle. We're after a miracle, friends. New Zealand, nations turning to Jesus. We're after a miracle. It's going to take a team, not just a few individuals. So, how geese fly in V formation. Have you ever seen geese flying? You've seen the pictures there. Like that sort of V shape like that. All right? So you've got the lead goose, and they're all just very perfectly arrayed and all of them in between. And they say that creation teaches us the ways of God and how God does things. Also teaches us the power of team. So as each bird flaps its wings, do you know what it does? It creates an uplift for the bird immediately following. And as a result of that, by flying in V formation or God's formation, the whole flock adds at least 71% greater flying distance if each bird flew on its own. There's a sermon right there, isn't there? The extent to which you go on your own limits the distance you are going to go. The more you're a part of a team, and if you're a part of a team of thousands, the distance we are going to go together, well, let's say it, 
to the ends of the earth, taking this gospel, this good news of Jesus. Not only will we go infinitely further because we're a team united and flowing together, but we'll also get there easier and we'll get there faster because that's the power of a team working together. You see, you know, as we build team across the campuses, you know, we are energized by getting uplift from team members around us. We get energized by them. The team does that. So, you know, when I, when I say, came in, let's go back to the funeral, I came back into the funeral, when I saw our, our ushers and our, our um, security and, and staff members all there and the musicians, I felt energized. I felt, man, I, I, just, I just got to speak. I don't have to worry about anything. And I thought, they've got my back. They've got me covered. I felt just, wow, I just felt great. But if I'd walked in here alone and didn't know anybody, man, I would have been shaking in my boots. It would have been just so different. You see, so the team around you actually energizes you to keep going. And they say that geese honk from behind to encourage those up front to keep up their speed. And so we need to, you know, for one another, honk, honk. <laughs> honk, honk. <laughs> you can work out your own words, but honk, honk to you. All right? <laughs> so we, but, but when you honk, you just got to be careful what you honk. All right? You don't criticize. You don't get negative. You don't cause dis disturbance. All right? You say, hey, great, you're doing well. Keep going. Love you. I've got your back. I'm with you. You're great. You're going to do better than, you know, you, you, remain, you, you just honk, honk. <laughs> Who are you honking? Seriously. Let me throw out a good thought for you right now. They say, if you ever have a great thought about someone, tell them. Tell them. Because otherwise it's a useless, dead thought. You might as well not have had it. If you do that one thing, it will change your life. It will change. Do it before you leave today. If you've had a great thought about someone, someone looks good, tell them they look good. Young person, if you've got their eyes on that girl and she looks good, go and tell her. <laughs> hey, it may just do the job. All right, may just do the job. But that's, you know, that's honk, honk, all right? <laughs> a version of it anyway. All right, all right. But here, when a goose gets sick or is wounded, guess what? And it falls down to the ground. Two goose immediately or geese immediately drop out and go and look after that one, stay with it, and help the wound and get until it gets better. So they support one another. Someone is hurt or injured or wounded, and they care for one another. Synergy, that word, that great word, is best explained this way. One plus one equals more than two. Do you like that? One plus one equals more than two. So Church Unlimited Kaitaia plus Whangarei Plus city, plus west, plus Rotorua, Sydney, and Tuvalu equals more than seven. seven. See, this team is across the nations now. See, God, because we're going to reach the nations, so we need teams all over the place. There's this incredible master plan taking place that blows my mind. I could never work this out, but I can just see the hand of God just at work all the time to get the job done. So there was a horse pull in the United States. Pulling horses, see how much they could pull. So the champion horse pulled 4,500 pounds. The runner-up pulled 4,400 pounds. For those who are you good at maths, together they pulled 8,900 pounds. So they thought, let's put the two horses together and see what happens. So they yoked them together and those two pulled, and together they didn't pull 8,900 pounds, they pulled 12,500 pounds, which is one-third more again. That's the power of team. That's the power of connecting 
with someone else or others joining together, everything changes. And I want to encourage everybody here today. Yeah, I want you to be a part of the Church Unlimited team that's going to fulfill this great dream. But even outside of that, build a team. Get your team together because you're going to go so much further. And then you've got to invest in your team and help them. So God is building a great dream team. Let's watch the screen one more time. Let's get started. Yeah. Can we build it? Yes, we can. Right, crew. We need to dig a big trench for the pipes. Can we dig it? Come on. Yes, we can. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see it either, actually. Can't wait to see the unfolding of this incredible dream is going to look like. So my prayer is very simple, that we will all join the team and help fulfill this amazing, amazing, wonderful dream. This place and across our campuses, I'm telling you, is going to become a dream team that fulfills a great dream. Amen?